welcome back to another episode of An Extra Dose. We are back with you guys. We have some fun topics. We're going to be talking about skincare. And Lucy is also, she's part of the oh podcast. God, called her out. <laughs> she's hanging with us today. We hope you guys had a good weekend. We spent a lot of time out in the sun, so that's why we're going to talk about skincare. And we were chilling. Our parents were out of town, so we were chilling at their pool. I felt like we were back in high school, right? Yeah, I did. We made dinner. We made dinner at like 9 o'clock. We were like literally back in the high school days. That's what we did. We would eat random times, which is what we did. We did get a lot done on Saturday, so I'll say that, but we went to our parents' house because they were out of town, and they want us to check on some stuff, so I was like, okay, and I can, it was good weather, so I was like, okay, let's go use the pool. So Sam and I went out there, it was so weird being in their house when they weren't there, because that's why I said I felt like I was in high school, because in high school, I feel like they would go to dinner, and we would be like, no, we're just going to hang at home and make... Uh, I don't know, we were already like... We were, like, 80-year-olds living in a 19 Yeah, like I mean, honestly, 20. like, I think we talked about before in another podcast that I hated high school, so I, like, didn't – I mean, we had friends, but I didn't – we kind of did our own thing, and I, like, didn't want anyone I, – I would just be at home a lot. We sound like psychos, but – We were not at home a lot. No, I mean, like, on the weekends, I don't know. Okay. I should do our own right. – we're doing our own thing. Okay, Sam, you seem very agitated by me. <laughs> it's not uh, relevant. No, it is relevant. Okay. Okay. So we were making dinner, and that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast also is some stuff about plant-based and eating healthier. So stay tuned for that at the, towards the end of the podcast. But what I was saying is we were hanging by the pool, and Sam and I were talking about our skin. Like, Sam's dealing with some breakouts right now. I'm having, like, hyperpigmentation issues. So, I mean, I don't, like, okay, it's not that bad, but I'm used to my skin being pretty clear and not having a lot of issues, so, and I think same with Sam, so I think it's, we wanted to get on here and kind of share, people wanted to, you guys requested a skincare routine, which we've shared some of our favorite products before, but this time we wanted to talk about, just kind of be more real, everyone kind of experiences skin issues, problematic stuff that comes up and flares up sometimes, and it might be stuff that you're doing, but it might just be, like, stuff that your body's going through, so... We wanted to kind of share what we're going through and some tips and products that we love, stuff that we've been using, stuff that has worked for us, stuff that hasn't. So I'll let Sam kind of jump into her skin issues and what she's been using. So I've been dealing with, I used to have like very clear skin all the time. I mean, except for like the occasional breakouts and it really fluctuates. Like there's times I take pictures and my skin looks really good or it looks normal. And then other times I'm like, I have horrible like cystic, not like acne, but I'll get like really bad. Those kind of breakouts on your chin where it's like, they look like you have like golf balls. <laughs> golf balls. They're just like, you the like ones... a cheese, like cheese created. <laughs> uh, no, that's not what it is. It's like a, it's like a ball. Anyway, it's those oh, kind of yeah, it's those kind of pimples that are like hormonal. Where well, are they hormonal? I don't know. I mean, everyone tells me they are. Well, okay. What are the two things that you've read? You read they're hormonal. I've read or? one. I've read one of two things. I read that they're hormonal, especially when they're on your jawline. They're like hormonal, which is like where I get them. I don't get like huge zits on my cheeks, but I will say I've been getting like little breaks. So I'll get like little breakouts on my cheeks, like little bumps everywhere. And like I said before, I never had it when I was a teenager. I would have like a few pimples, but I had clear skin. I didn't really. I'd get like a some blackheads on my nose, but I. I mean, every time I go get facials, they're like, "Oh, you have such good skin." Blah blah blah, and. Then recently, like you guys know, we've been plant-based for like a year now. Well, not 100%, but mostly prob- a almost, year. almost a year we've been 
So I like I've done the celery juice, and I know some people. I looked online. I've seen on Instagram or whatever that some people would do. Um, they would be plant based and all, but they would do the celery juice, and then like five months later, like their skin would be glowing, and then five months later, their skin would like like wreck havoc. So that's kind of what happened to me. And it's not like I don't I don't have like like it's not consistent. It's just like my skin will be good for a while and then it'll flare up. So it is sometimes around my cycle, but and I know a lot of people are dealing deal with stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to talk about it because the 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 breakouts I get on my chin are like the ones that are like the ones that are like under the surface of your skin and then they just and they hurt so badly. That's kind of how my and they like grow and you feel like they're taking over half your face. Yeah, I feel like everybody gets those at one point. I mean, I know you've been getting them more often, but yeah, <laughs> it's like one will disappear and then another one pops up. And I'm like very. What's that game where you whack them all? That's literally what it is. I really whack is it? No, like I was out of town a couple weeks ago, and we. <laughs> I was out of town a couple of weeks ago, and my skin on the left side was, like, all broken out. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> and then after the, – then I, like, cleared up. But doesn't up. it suck? Like, you feel like your skin – when your skin's breaking out, you feel like everybody that's all they're looking at. at. They're yeah. Like, that's just all that's what I thought seeing. the whole weekend. So I was, like, I was, like, really And it's, like, really not that bad in reality, but no. you're, like, everyone is looking I mean, at my I feel like my pimple's really bad right now. It's bad. You <laughs> yeah, it is. She'll it's never, just a little big. It's, it's really that. big and it hurts so bad. It like grows like 10 feet over there. <laughs> anyway. It's like a mouse. Oh, God, a I mountain. hate it. You know, you can feel it coming. You're like, oh, crap. Like, it's going to get huge. And I feel like that's everyone. Like, the light shines in it. I just feel like that's what everyone's the looking sun. at. So it's the worst when you're Yeah. So I definitely feel for everyone that's gone through, like, you know, acne or just, like, really bad breakouts because I definitely could have related. I couldn't relate before. But, I mean, I would get breakouts, and I would use the products I want to talk about, and it would help. But it's been a little bit harder this time to get rid of it. And so for those of you guys struggling, now that I've gone on a whole tangent about my skin, um, these are some of the products that I've been using. And I will, I will caution with saying nothing works overnight. It's not gonna, You're not going to wake up, and it's me gone the next day. So anyone that tells you that, I, besides going to, like, the dermatologist and they shoot it up with cortisone or something, it's nothing. But is that really something you can do all this every time you visit? I, don't, I mean. If you maybe if you know someone's a dermatologist, no, but is that safe? I don't even. Know. I don't know, but it does shrink because it's inflammation. It shrinks. Yeah. Again. These are some of the stuff that I've been using. I mean, you guys know for like normal, like normally my skin. This is kind of like what I describe my skin. It's like something's going on in my body, and that I think it's just cyclical and it's gonna go away. But it's like I said, it wears on me a lot. But the normal stuff I use is the Tula stuff. That it's like the whole line that I use. I mean, I always see combine it, like I've said before, with some of the face oils that I'll talk about. I don't just use their stuff. I combine it with other things. But as a whole, if you're looking for a skincare line, I like that one the best. And that's just the one I've been using for a couple years. But in addition, there's some other really great brands that I, like I said, I use in conjunction. Or sometimes I'll just trade them out and use different ones just because I like to just switch it up. But like I said, I've used that one the most most amount of time. So other things that I use are, um, well, these are some of the tools I use and I'll go into the skincare. So recently I got a high frequency, I don't know what it's called. It's not called a wand or something, but they, if you've ever gotten a facial, they'll use that. It's not really something you want to use on your own. I mean, you can, they sell them. So like it's not something you want to use, well, but I'm using it. Well, um, so basically what you, you want to be educated, you want to be educated because I don't think you can fry your face, but I feel <laughs> no. If you put it up too high, it kind of feels like you're burning it. So you don't. Oh want my to, god! Yeah, 
So basically it's a high frequency wand and it uses argon gas electrodes and then it emits an electrical current that generates oxygen when applied to the skin. I know that's a lot of science, but basically that, that oxygen travels into your skin and it will kill the bacteria in there. So it's really good for acne. It's really good for like cystic acne because it will shorten the, the time that it's like looks huge on your face. And you can, it comes, most of these wands come with different attachments and you can just switch them out. They're glass usually, so you need to be careful. You can, they'll break really easily, but you just plug it in the wall and then you use it. So the trick is it's not one of those things where you want to do less is more. You don't want to do, it's not like a massage. You want to do it for a really long time. These are all things I've read and researched. Again, I'm not an expert, so you might want to talk to whoever you see for your skin. But a lot of times they use it in like a medical, like a, a skincare place or something like that. Someone who's trained. It's not like some random person using it. But basically you just put the different attachments. They have like one that's like a mushroom one that's like bigger. And you can put it, you put it all over your face just to kill, it will kill bacteria and inflammation all over your skin. And it almost kind of feels like, I feel like your skin kind of glows a little bit after too. Um, and people use that for like shrinking their pores. They use it for a different, you can use it if you Google, there's a lot of different benefits, but it's another way you can, um, try to, um, eradicate that bacteria under your skin. So I use that. And then there's different ones where you can just zap the actual zip. But again, you don't want to use it too much, or I think it has the opposite effect. So you can also go, I know there's like places like I've seen in New York, there's places that they actually have like a service where they'll do that on your face. Just you, they'll do like a facial and they'll do that all over your face. Or didn't we go somewhere? We went to um, Face House in Dallas and they did that. That's how I, I've done it. I've, they've used it on me at a couple of different places, but um, they used it there and they recommend that for like if you have really bad acne because it does, it helps to shrink them. So I'll use that. And then obviously some of the other products, some of the other products lines besides Tool that I talked about, there's one by Eminence that is like an acne, it's an it's for acne, it's an acne line. And then there's another one by SkinCeuticals that's really good too. If you just Google like um, SkinCeuticals acne or Eminence acne, both of the lines will come up and they've got really good reviews. I used, so when I went to that face house place too, they recommended they use all Eminence, which if you guys remember, we posted about that on our Instagram um, like a couple months ago. And I love all their stuff because it's all organic and I just like using that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not sure on the SkinCeuticals, but I know if you guys have heard of it, they're, it's an amazing brand too. I use a lot of their like different oils and stuff on my face. Um, and they have like a vitamin C one that Alexis will talk about, vitamin C products that she uses. But those are really good for... Um, getting rid of some of the scars on your face. If you have like scars from acne or different pigments and stuff on your skin, those are really good. And all of that said, if you don't want to use a specific line, a lot of ones, a lot of the stuff that you want to look for is just to treat your acne is something with benzoyl peroxide, something with salicylic acid. A lot of the ones I talked about, they have those products, those products in them. Um, another thing is retinol gel. If you guys have heard of Different that has retinol in it, I think it's over the counter. Yeah, now. I used Different. Sam was asking me about it. I used it back in the day in high school. I had, um, I think I was like around 13. I had, you know, that age where your hormones go crazy. And I had really bad, not really bad, but I started getting acne on my face and just like breakouts in certain areas of my face. And my mom took me to a dermatologist and they gave me I mean, I never was an Accutane. It gave me different, and I remember it was not over the counter. You had to get a prescription. But I remember, I, if you guys have used it, you know it's like at that time they didn't have a ton of over the counter stuff you could buy. But I 
used it and I would put like big blobs of it all over my like all my breakouts and I'd put so much they wanted it to go away and it would literally leave like dry my skin would start peeling it was so dry um, but I think it's a habit to your own Accutane yeah, too it does. does it so. did it really like did it make the pimples go away then I don't remember but I, I mean my skin and then like when I got older like I, after like a year or whatever it cleared up like I, I think it was just the age I was at but yeah and now I guess it's over the counter yeah, a lot of those, and especially with the cystic acne, which I what I've read is you want to make sure. Well, to prevent some of the stuff. I mean, of course, if you're like me, I mean, I'm doing everything I can, but sometimes it's just like I'm gonna. So the two lines I've talked about, I've used them for a little bit, but I don't want to speak to like I've heard they work really well, but I just started using them. So I'm gonna let you guys know kind of if they work well on me, and I, the same with the. Um, the high frequency, I just, I've been using it for like a week, so it hasn't been that long, but again, I've used it, they've used it on me in spas and stuff, and I know it does shrink, like if you have really bad hormonal acne, like bad, bad pimples, like huge ones, it does shrink it, just probably look like a cortisone shot would too, but along with preventing it, um, I, just to get rid of blackhead stuff, you want to make sure you're exfoliating at least twice a week. Um, depending on what exfoliator you're using and you want to make sure no matter what for your skincare you want to make sure that you're using like a full process you're using like a toner you're using obviously well, a cleanser cleanser then toner and then a serum some kind of serum or face oil and then some kind of if you're really into oil sometimes I don't put a lotion on if you're using like a lot of oils on your face but you can also do like a serum and then moisturizer and then you know your eye cream or whatever and then your like pimple treatments or whatever another thing i'm using is which we'll link them in the blog post that goes for this podcast is basically these like pimple stickers and they work really well um i mean they don't get rid of them overnight some of the reviews say oh overnight my my pimple was gone i don't think it gets rid of it overnight but it does definitely help shrink it like if you have like especially the ones that aren't like huge i definitely think it helps get rid of them but and i like that like if i have nowhere to be in the morning i'll just kind of like leave them on yeah i'm like ready like i do wash my face but if I'm kind of doing stuff around the house, as soon as I get up, I'll kind of, and I go shower, then I'll kind of leave it on until, you can just wear them at night, and then you wear them overnight. I mean, people say you can wear them under your makeup, but I'm like, I don't know you how can that would see work. them. Yeah. I Maybe mean, you're wearing lots of makeup, but I don't yeah. wear a lot of makeup, so that's kind of what I've been using, and um, Alexa will kind of talk about kind of like your skin and like what she's been going through, and then also what, what how it relates to like diet and stuff. So I have not been having the breakouts as severely as, I mean, not severe, but as we're used to, I, my skin's been pretty clear. I do get like a few breakouts around my cycle and stuff, but I do think that, um, the diet, well, I'll talk about the diet first. So you guys know that we eat plant-based, meaning that we eat a ton of fruits and vegetables and we do the celery juice also. We've been doing that for a year now, every morning for, for the most part. So if you do eat a diet that's rich in fruits and vegetables, you're getting a lot of antioxidants, you're getting a ton of natural healing foods, and with that comes a lot of detoxing. And when I mean detoxing, I mean like, you know, if you go to rehab and you're detoxing, I mean, it's kind of the same thing idea, but what happens is you have all these, your liver stores all everything. It's like basically like it stores everything, prescription drugs, um, anything that you breathe in through the air that's like toxic, like carpet cleaners or like air fresheners, anything that you've read that's toxic to anything, it kind of goes to your liver and it, it filters everything there. Um, and so I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, but that's from what I've read, that's what happens. And so when you start doing, we did like, we fall out of the medical medium food list. Not that he's like an expert. But even if you don't follow yeah, that. It's just 
you know, basically eating a lot of fruits and vegetables. So we juice, our celery juice sometimes will make a juice that has cucumber, cilantro, and ginger, which cilantro is very detoxifying, so is parsley, and any of like the darker greens are, I mean, really any vegetable or fruit, you're getting some kind of benefit from it. So as you guys can imagine, I've shared what, what I eat usually in a day. And with that, you guys have probably seen that I eat a ton of fruits and a ton of vegetables. And I eat, I'll eat anywhere from like five to six or sometimes more apples a day. Some of them are smaller, but still, it's a lot. And apples are very detoxifying as well, and they're really good for your liver. So with all that happening, like Sam was saying, it brings a lot of stuff to your skin to the surface. And it's because it's pulling everything out. And your skin is where it goes. So like you will start, I had, honestly, I had a rash on my shoulders. I wish I could, oh, yeah. find, I need to find a picture. I think well, I, I took pictures of my skin because it was after I got a facial and yeah. it looked, I mean, she had picked at it for like yeah. an hour and it looked red and horrible, but I kept it because I want people to see when my skin does like yeah. get back. It is clearing up, but like when it's clearing up for like a long time, not just a clear. Yeah. Up. I want people to see like, you know, we're real, we go through things yeah. and this is what happens when you're detoxing about yeah. your skin. And I'm, I like it sucks going through this part, but I know that I'm getting better. Like, I mean, I feel so much better in this year. Like we were talking last night at dinner. Taylor was like, yeah, you guys look so much less swollen than you did a year ago. And he's like, you didn't look fat. We just looked like basically someone had puffed us up with air. So people are asking me now. I get a lot of messages like, what are you, what are you doing for your workouts? Or like, do you think like, how would you lose weight? And I'm like, I don't think I, I mean, I did lose pounds, but it was more inflammation than anything. And I, I don't think I'm like, back to where I started yet but I, I'm not trying to say I look fat I'm just saying like you know we're on worst critics but I know I feel a lot better but with that being said obviously everything comes to the skin to your server so I had a rash on my kind of like in the back of your shoulders I had like it was almost like a white it looked like you had a bad spray tan yeah it looked like my skin had kind of peeled but it was like a rash but it like didn't hurt or anything when I first got it it kind of itched but I had it for like a good probably like almost a year I, it finally went away, but it took all this time. I was detoxing. Clearly something was coming to my skin, but I didn't, I, someone told me it was like some kind of fungus and I could use head and shoulders to get rid of it, but that I tried that I didn't do anything. I knew it was something related to what I was going through, like with my health, like something being detoxed out, but that's it, eventually like it's totally gone. It's so weird. Well, and that's, I had the same thing with my eyes. If you guys remember, a couple, I've had eyelash extensions for like a few years and around, I remember we were going to the Super Bowl and I remember anyway. I was, I, my eyes, I've talked about this, I couldn't open them. I got such a bad reaction to the glue. I couldn't open my eyes. It was like, they were like heavy. I looked like someone had punched me in the face and people were like, well, I think you can't handle the glue anymore. And I'm like, no, I don't think that's the problem. I mean, it was, I think it was a toxic over like my body you know the glue is kind of toxic obviously we know that but the, it was just the point where I I think the glue was it was it was like another toxin and my body was just like it gets to the point where I can't handle any more of them so it wasn't until like we talked about before I started like Alexa was saying when you eat like this you you eliminate toxins through sweat through like going to the bathroom and through your skin so if you're not if one of those pathways isn't really working for you or even if they are but it's just like so much so many you're limiting so much your body it, it either you like you it, you obviously will come out through your skin or just you're gonna feel horribly because the toxins are just like kind of like floating on your body so we've been there too when it's eliminating too fast and like Alexis was saying all the stuff we do if you eat the way we do or you're just trying to try to eat that way or you're just eating healthier than you did you're gonna you might experience things where you're like really bloated or like different I mean also it's not just bloated it's mentally too mm -hmm. emotionally like there are times when we first started mm -hmm. I was like super depressed 
I wouldn't even know why I was feeling down. Like, I mean, that happens to be, it happens, it happens to everybody. Like hormones, but, but like, it would just be like all the time. And like, I think you do detox a lot of stuff. It's crazy. But when you eat the way we do, I mean, we haven't gone. So when we first started, I wasn't eating this much raw. When you eat, so that's another thing to mention. When you eat a lot of raw, it's like the most detoxifying. When you, you that's why people do juice cleanses because it's the high, it's the fastest digestible thing you can eat or drink, and it's already all like in the form. It, digested. Yeah, it's very easily digested, and it's all the raw nutritional stuff that you need to detox. Not that people do juice cleanses. Obviously, that's not sustainable. People do them for a lot of days, but I've never done a whole It's cleanse. not. People are like, oh, well, I'm losing weight. And they're like, they're losing weight because they're not eating a lot, but they're losing your detoxifying. That's what they call it. You're, that's where it all comes from. You're detoxifying. You're getting rid of a lot of toxins because the stuff that's in there is very potent when it's juice like that. And when you're eating it, but normal, normal, when you go out to a restaurant and you're eating like the standard American diet, you're eating a burger, if you're lucky, if you have any kind of greens, if there's like a little bit of parsley, no one eats that. Like that stuff is a garnish. No one's eating. If you eat a little salad, like the two little pieces of cucumber on there aren't going to do anything. I mean, they're good, but they're not going to detox. Yeah, you have to eat a high So amount. when you eat a lot of that, and I will say, because I was like, oh, I eat healthy. And there's nothing wrong with eating all that stuff. It's just that if you're at the point where we are you're not getting the same kind of like, you're not going to detoxify as much as we are. That's the same point. So it's great that I'm like doing all stuff for my body and I feel amazing compared to what I felt like a year ago. But my skin kind of like, you're going to get kind of not so fun results from it. Not everyone will get that. Like Alexis's skin looks fine and I, we're twins, but we just, you just process things differently. So she's kind of going to go over um, yeah, what she's so using. Yeah, so I, so besides the skin issues, I... Well, it is a skin issue. I, like, all of a sudden started getting this, like, really embarrassing, like, sun mustache. It sounds crazy. And I, like, was like, what is this? I thought at first I had gotten a spray tan. This is, like, back in June. I would gotten a spray tan when we went on a trip. And I was like, and, you know, like, sometimes they spray your face and you brush, you go brush your teeth. And then, like, the water, you get, like, a, you ring. Get, like, a ring around your mouth. Kind of like the Simpsons. Because like the color of the spray tan is rinsed off and then you developed color. It's kind of hard to explain, but if you got in a spray tan, you know what I mean. You'll get like spots, you know, where you got wet. So when I went to the beach, they were like, my mom, my sister were like, you have like a ring around your mouth. Like it looks like you have like a, like a mustache almost. And I was like, oh, it's probably for my spray tan. And I think it kind of went away. But then again, I was like in the sun a lot that whole week. So I was like, I don't know. It's my skin's probably just like from the spray tan combination, whatever. So then we got back and like I started realizing like no it's like permanently there. I have like a dark it looks like a mustache, right? Wait, it's not super okay. it's not like but like if I don't have makeup on you can't see it. But if I don't have any, I'm kind of subconscious about it. And I remember reading about this a while ago and I was like, "Oh, that's like kind of weird." And I I don't know. I want to feel like I so I looked it up and I was like, "What is it?" Like they say it's either hormonal um you can get it's the same thing that you get like when you're pregnant you get that line down your stomach so you can it could be hormones like your hormones are, are not balanced or it could be um it's also hereditary also it could just be from a sun and sun exposure and it just develops and so i was like well great how do i get rid of this like it's so embarrassing i'm like super i mean i'm like embarrassed about it and i like well, wear, wear concealer and stuff to cover it up i mean I don't know if anyone else would notice it right away, but I'm just like really in tune with my skin and I'm like use one of those magnifying mirrors. So I was like, I definitely don't have like hair there because I like get it threaded. So <laughs> anyways, so the only ways that you, so what I've, I haven't seen a dermatologist yet, but the ways that you can kind of improve it are you can get peels, which I was like, I'm not going to go that route yet. And the other issue with getting a peel is that 
as soon as you get back in the sun, you're gonna it's gonna develop again. So I was like, I don't really want to do that. Like, I mean, it might just only fix it temporarily. I love to be in the sun, mm-hmm. which I know isn't great. But what they're suggesting is to use several pro- different kinds of products like vitamin C that will brighten and lighten your skin. And what it is is it's hyperpigmentation. So that's really the ways that you can lighten it like at home is with certain products that you can buy for your skin. Also, you need to really wear sunscreen. So, I mean, I try to wear hats when I'm outside, but, I mean, I'm not the best sometimes. I wear sunscreen, but I don't reapply. So I was, like, looking at products to use, and, like, we had used the Eminence products before, and I was, like, I know they had really good stuff. And I was looking at different hyperpigmentation products, and I stumbled upon this one from Eminence. It's called the Bright Skin Licorice Root Booster Serum, and it's award-winning. Um, they have it on their website. Obviously, you can get it. I would definitely buy it on their website as opposed to like Amazon or something just because so you know it's like the right, they haven't changed it. And unless if you buy it through Amazon and it's like from the Eminence um, company, then you'll, you'll be good. But this product has amazing reviews. I was kind of like, I haven't been using it that long, so I can't say what I've seen from it yet. I do feel like I've seen a little bit of a difference. I mean, it hasn't been like, oh my God, but I haven't been using it that long. So what it is, is it has a blend of different stuff. It has licorice, which brightens your skin. It has natural hydroquinin, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, alternative complex, which it brightens with African potato and terra tree. And it's very very rich in antioxidants. It has lactic acid, which helps to get rid of dead skin cells and rejuvenate your skin. It has stone crop, which is found in a lot of their products too, and that's hydrating and nourishing for uneven skin tones. It has lemongrass, and then it also has antioxidants, a coenzyme Q10, and alpha alpha lipoic acid, which I know you guys probably heard about. It helps to reduce wrinkles and improve your skin. So what I love about their products, like Samantha said, is that they're all organic, they're natural, they're cruelty-free, and they're free of all the parabens and all that stuff that you don't want in your skincare. And if you go and look, look at the reviews on their website, they are people saying their skin changed. And you, what else you can use it for is for acne scarring. So a lot of people use it on their skin for that. And if you read the reviews, I was reading them when I was gonna when I decided to buy the product. They were saying like similar Smith that they had a lot of pigmentation from previous hormonal breakouts, and they started using it for two months. And they said their skin is has changed so much. They're comfortable going out in public without makeup. So that is a very good feedback, I think. And I'm using it for a little bit different reasons. But if you have any kind of scarring or pigmentation on your skin, any sunspots, I think it's definitely something to add to your skincare routine. And like I said, I'll link it in the show notes and in the podcast on our blog, adoubledose.com. But I, I think it's a great product. And, there's, and it actually smells really good too. So... Okay, well, moving on, kind of on the same kind of healthy topic, we're gonna we got some questions on basically like what do, what do we do to like stay not just motivated when we're eating healthy or eating healthy slash plant based, and kind of how we make it more exciting and not so blah every time we're eating because it can get kind of boring even if you're just eating healthy if you're not plant based. We've kind of gone through all the cycle because in college, I mean, we ate like the, in high school and college we ate like the typical like little kid diet I and mean, it's something we eat that as adults but <laughs> kind of like where you don't care about your eating and you just you like look fine eating all that I know I I know people that are like they're my age or they're in their 30s and they can still eat a bunch of junk food and they look perfectly fine I mean their insides probably don't look good but they just aren't really focused on that but obviously we've transitioned into like 
um, after we graduated college, just eating really healthy and focusing on that. And obviously now, like we've talked about, we're mostly plant-based now. So we kind of wanted to give some tips on, I did post something in my story a couple of days ago about someone was asking me something about plant-based and then I got a ton of other questions about it. So I don't like talk about it that much anymore because I feel like I've posted about it so much and I feel like the people that don't want to hear it are like, stop. I don't care anymore. It's kind of like we were vegan and they don't stop talking about it. I, I know people are like, okay, enough. We get your plant base. You don't care. So <laughs> I don't really talk about it that much. But then when I shared that story, I got so many more questions. So I'm like, okay, we can share a little bit more on here and then kind of along, not just for plant based, but it kind of fits you if you're just trying to eat better. I think everyone's trying to do that. So basically, the main thing I would say is. When you're cooking stuff at home, always try to look up recipes because it's so Instagram makes it very easy because there's so many bloggers that share food. Um, follow a lot of food bloggers. I mean, I follow some that I've followed like since I did fitness, and I follow mainly the ones that are like they eat like they make stuff with clean ingredients because I don't I don't really care if it has this amount of protein or if it has this amount if it's I mean I care about if it's easy to make, but I'm more focused on like what's in it. Um, and obviously it sounds good, but Instagram is a great outlet to go look for them. Obviously Google and I think Pinterest and Instagram are top ones just because you can visually see them and they make it, that clicks directly to the, wherever they have the recipe. And it's just, I think it's more visually appealing. I'm a visual person, so I don't really care if it's written out. That doesn't really sound good to me. So look up recipes. And then some other tips are always when you start eating healthy, just try to eat as many vegetables as you can. I know it sounds like so stupid, but I think people are so focused on every commercial out there. It's everything's about because protein's like a big fat right now. Everyone's like, oh, get your protein and get your protein. In. And like, yes, that's important depending on what your goals are. Okay. Well, we used to think that I know, way. I know. If you've probably listened to some of our other blog posts, we were very focused on protein. And I don't think it's bad to be getting protein in. I just feel like you need to be more focused on getting greens in and vegetables in because that's really what your body needs. I mean, it needs other nutrients, but these vegetables and fruits have so many nutrients in them that you can't, no matter what, how many pills you take, it, there's nothing. I know Alex and I went through a bunch of health issues and honestly, no matter what diet they put me on, high protein, keto, whatever they put me on, grain free, whatever, nothing did anything for me until I started eating like what is on this planet, which is fruits and vegetables. I'm not saying you can eat in conjunction with like animal stuff, but I'm just saying it's important that you're eating that because that's really what it's made for a reason to help your body um, just get stronger, detoxify different things. So you can eat them as a snack. I love eating them with all the time people ask me for snacks or like what I eat for lunch and lunch. I usually always have some kind of salad and or some kind of like raw vegetables and I'm like I remember we were at the lake last weekend I didn't have like salad but I had a lot of different raw vegetables with guac or hummus so that's always a good option if you're like out somewhere like I don't know what to get no, I mean I wouldn't say that as a meal but like you're traveling and you don't know what to get like as a snack or you're just at home and you're kind of hungry it's always a good snack and then or fruit fruit I love I have apples all the time um you can do it with cinnamon you could even do like you could bake them. That's was gonna, another suggestion. We're going to go into like some of our favorite meals. But you can bake them if you're just kind of tired of eating them raw. You can put them, like I said, with cinnamon. You could even do a little bit of sugar if you really wanted to to make it just like to mm, dip it in. Don't give me so hungry. Cinnamon sugar. I used to do that all the time. Also with the hummus, I usually do salsa too. I mean salsa, guac, whatever. Those are all great things to dip in. But you can also change if you're going more plant-based. Also, you can just change the way you think about meat. I mean, I was a person that I, I would eat chicken literally, I mean, all day. Well, chicken, eggs, eggs, and all of it. It's not about that because I'm saying I was a person that I someone told me to stop eating chicken. I would be like, 
no. I'd look at them like, no way. I would eat in the morning. I wouldn't have chicken, but I would have eggs or something. And then as a snack, I'd have some grilled chicken breast that I grilled. And then as lunch, I'd have eggs or like chicken breast or like salmon. And then snack, I would snack on more chicken. I mean, I literally didn't stop eating like chicken and stuff. And I don't think it's bad to eat it if that's what you want to eat. I just think it's always good to limit it. And I've had people message me also this past weekend saying that they just, they literally just, they cut, they didn't get rid of their animal protein completely. They just cut it out of either one meal or they only eat it for one meal a day. And they said it's made like a tremendous difference in how they feel. I just feel like the message I can describe is you don't feel so like heavy. Kind of like when you eat like a big pulled pasta, you just feel like, you feel, it's so good, but you feel like kind of like lazy and like bleh you feel so full you don't feel like that when you're eating plant-based because it's like what you're eating well you're never really like no full. you can get no, no, yeah, no you can get full no if i eat like quinoa like chickpeas and like a good, yeah. like something like that really has substance but it doesn't last that long though no you it doesn't last long. you have to snack a lot so what i was saying was just kind of change the way you think about um like animal like meat for example you don't have to be like i don't have to eat it but just maybe just think of it as like a smaller portion or think of it you don't have to think of it as like the center of your plate you can think of it as like i'm gonna have a little bit you know and then at least when you're starting out because it's very hard to be like stop cold turkey mm-hmm. these are only things if you want to cut back i mean I, i'm not saying everyone needs to do that but people were asking about tips for that um you want to make sure – I don't eat, like, a ton, a ton of fat, but just for my diet. But I know a lot of people, other people that are plant-based, they eat lots of oils, lots of olives. Like, not oils. Lots of olive oil. Be careful because, like, I don't do – restaurants do a lot of canola oil. I don't – Which it's not I, – I don't want to get into that now, but it's not the best for you. It's a lot – it's very genetically modified. And I honestly had to eat – so I'm nothing against Whole Foods, but I used to eat at Whole Foods a lot, the hot and cold bar, specifically the hot bar because they cook a lot with – they say it's not it's non-GMO canola oil, but every time I'd eat there, my stomach would hurt every time. And I was like, I didn't even eat anything. I had no gluten. I had no dairy, whatever. Everything, I read all the ingredients, but it was always the canola oil. And I really think that's it what it was. It says non-GMO. Yeah, it doesn't matter. For me, it doesn't really yeah. matter. I don't personally feel good eating it. And from the research I've done, it's like horrible for you. So I don't. I of course when you go out to eat, I can guarantee you they're using it. It's the reason they use it is because it's cheaper than olive oil. They'll tell you they're using olive oil, and most like authentic like Italian places or like Mediterranean, they're using olive oil. But because that's like what the recipes are. But a lot of these restaurants, like if you're just going out to a restaurant, I can guarantee you they're using like some kind of like cheap oil that's like not good for you, or they're using canola oil. So. And honestly, you can't really avoid that. No matter what you tell the serve the waitress or waiter. They're, I mean, there's really nothing they're going to do. They might use olive oil, but the chances are is they probably not. But at home, I won't use it. Um, you can cook with olive oil or, like, different things. I don't personally do keto. I know it works for some people, but I, like, it doesn't it, – I don't. my body doesn't respond well to it. So I just do, like I said, I'm plant-based. And I'll eat, like, every day I'll have, like, an avocado or something with my salad or guac or something like that that has fats in it that I don't, like, go crazy. I know some people eat a lot of fats because you need a way to keep full. Um, another thing is – you like if you're just starting out you can just cook a vegetarian a vegan or plant-based meal once a week you can just start off with that or start out with like once you know once a day or something like that just to get into it and like i said always go for the greens if you're a smoothie kind of person i'm like taylor my boyfriend loves smoothies he he i think it's like a guy thing too but girls too if you're on the Mm -hmm. go you love to go pick up a smoothie i like smoothies but i also love just eating fruit and like vegetables but i know a lot of people are not good at that like they won't eat greens if they don't do it so a smoothie is a great way to get a lot of your greens in you can put if you're not if you don't want to eat a salad like that but a smoothie is a great way to put in like a bunch of like 
kale or like a bunch of like dark leafy greens that are really good for you and and that incorporate like some fruit so it makes it sweeter um and then i mean this sounds so like uh like no eat fruit for dessert but honestly like you the more you eat it your body starts craving it it sounds so dumb because i was never someone's like oh have a fruit i'm like no like i don't i want like a cake i do make my little cake that alexis i shared, I shared it in my stories and uh, i don't know if any of you guys saw it but if you do if you're listening to this you're like what are you talking about you can send me a message and i'll send it to you it's nothing nothing crazy but satisfies that sweet no too. we make it like in the macro like a little like a little mug cake basically but it's kind of transitioning. We used to use whey and egg in it. I'm laughing because my parents call it mud cake. Yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like mud, so. But and it's just like so I can have a, you can have like a little cacao pea or something like that gives you the chocolate if you want it. Um, and then I'll have like fruit or something for, a lot of fruit for dessert. But when you're going out to eat, you can always call ahead and see what their plant-based options are if you're eating out or just always They can usually, just ask nice. they can yeah. usually make something. I mean, I've only been to a few places where they're basically like, no, but most they're of the like, time. like, um, get out. Basically, <laughs> if they, the thing is, if some people are asking what I eat when I'm out, if they don't have, if you ask and they don't have like a plant-based menu or not plant-based, it's usually like a vegan menu, vegetarian. Vegetarian, if you don't know what that is, the difference between like plant-based and like, well, the difference between plant-based and vegan is like, you're not, people who are vegan, they're strictly not eating that stuff because it's animal. I like, of course I care for the animals, but I didn't change my diet because of that. I changed it more for the health. So I'm plant-based. Like, I'll still eat things like honey and things that come from an animal. But, and like, occasionally I'll eat um, fish and seafood. But um, someone who's vegetarian, they eat, they don't eat animal protein, any, any like chicken or beef or anything like that, but they do eat cheese and eggs. So if you see a vegetarian menu, it doesn't mean that if you're plant-based that you should be eating that. It's You're just going to be surprised when you see something with cheese that you didn't think it was going to come with cheese. So um, for that... You can always call ahead you can, or ask them for um, a, like a vegetarian or vegan menu. If they don't, what I always order is some kind of like vegetable. I have them make me like some kind of vegetable plate or if they don't have that, I get like a salad or like some kind of like appetizer that has vegetables in it, kind of like guac or hummus like that. And then I'll get like a salad to start with and then I'll usually get some kind of dish that has vegetables. Like last night we ate something that was like a stir fry. I just get the sauce on the side and I get it steamed. So it was like a bowl with like brown rice and I think vegetables. I didn't eat like a ton of the rice but I'll because I'll have grains occasionally I just don't eat like a lot of them like I'll eat, well I'll eat chickpeas and like beans like that I just don't eat like a ton of rice and stuff like that but or like I'll get two sides of vegetables like if we're at a steakhouse and they have like asparagus and like broccoli I'll just get that with no butter so you can always make it work or like a potato or something but Alexa's gonna we go want, into like yeah. kind of what our favorite recipes we're are. We're gonna share some of our favorite meals and when we're feeling more creative than other times like most of the time, if I'm just feeling kind of lazy, I just have the same, you guys have probably seen it, the same sauteed vegetables. There is a reason that I'm eating those, though. Like, Brussels sprouts are really good for you. I just steam them. But Brussels sprouts and asparagus are really detoxifying. And then red cabbage I'll do. And then I'll just add, like, mushrooms and onions and zucchini because I like them. But there's a reason why I'm eating those specifically. Also, I like the taste. But in addition to those... So our favorite things are, if you guys follow us on Instagram, I shared a spaghetti squash we made on Saturday night. It was really good. We Nothing crazy. We just made it. We baked the squash in the oven, and then we used the fork to kind of like scrape it out. And we found, uh, we were at our parents' house, so I found a can of diced tomatoes or crushed, crushed tomatoes, whatever. And um, I just kind of mixed that with the squash, and we added like some red pepper flakes and basil and stuff. Nothing crazy. It took us like not very long to make it. And then on the side, we I just sautéed a bunch of like zucchini and yellow squash, red pepper, and onion. 
and it was really good. And then for spices, I'll usually use, I know we had a question about this, I'll use black pepper, Himalayan sea salt, um, or no, it's just Himalayan salt, sorry, not Himalayan sea salt. Himalayan salt, yeah, that's the pink one, you guys haven't seen it. It has a bunch of um, minerals. minerals in it, so that's why it's better. And then I'll use, um, if you have like any dried basil, I wish I had fresh, but we don't have like a garden, so it's just the dried one for me. And, or Italian seasoning, I love garlic powder, chili powder, cayenne powder, cumin. I'm trying to think what else we use a lot. I mean, that's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, turmeric is a really good one, but some people it's don't. Very it's important. very strong, and I don't like it in a lot of stuff. So, um, other times, which is like one of my favorite meals too, we'll make tacos. We'll do like mushrooms or just like red peppers and yellow peppers and onions. We'll saute those with some seasoning, like I was saying, the cumin, paprika, salt and pepper, and garlic. And then you can use the sete. Um, they have the hard taco shells or their tortillas. I love both of them. And then we'll usually make like some salsa or we'll buy it and then guac and then you like a really good meal. Really good. And then we made some veggie burgers. Actually, our mom made them 4th of July for medical medium. The recipe was from him. And then I was like obsessed with them. I like crave them all the time. I want them again. And then we made, Sam made some black bean ones from him too. Not too long ago. Those were really good too. It's a little involved. Make them some yeah, they're really healthy. But they don't have canola oil and all that stuff and then that the that the ones in the store have. Um, yeah, I did have someone ask if we eat the Beyond Meat and stuff. I don't think it's bad. I think it's great they make that. I just, again, with the sunflower oil, canola oil, that stuff that's in there, I don't really like eating that. But, again, I would eat it occasionally. It's just, like, if you're trying to buy those as an alternative all the time, I would – I mean, I would just not eat them, like, super often if it was me personally. Yeah, especially, if, like, if you have, like, digestive issues – it's probably something you want to see if you do better without it. And then air fried potatoes. I'm obsessed with those. If you don't have an air fryer, you can just make them in the oven. But the air fryer is easier and more convenient. So basically for that, you just use your air fryer or chop up a bunch of potatoes, put them in with some seasoning like salt and pepper, and you just turn it on and that's it. And they're so good. Then we'll make um, the Trader Joe's lentil pasta. I'm obsessed with it. Our parents are now too. And then you can just... You just make it like a normal pasta. You can add pesto. You can make your own sauce. So good. I also love the cauliflower gnocchi from Trader Joe's. It's addicting and so good. I think I might have some tonight. Yeah. And um, for dessert, we loved – We I haven't made them in a while, but baked apples are really I good. Said, yeah, oh, I'm you just talked about that. that. Um, but you just, I didn't take, you just literally just put it like in a glass dish or something. You just, you can core the apple if you don't want all that in there. And then you can just put, I mean, some people put like butter and like brown sugar. I mean, you can go that route, but the way we do it is you just put you some cinnamon. You just put some cinnamon and really honestly, the apple's sweet enough. If you're used to eating healthy, like it's good without it. You don't need it. Yeah. And then Sam had mentioned something about the salad with grapes. It's really good too. I didn't mention that. I just said we eat big salads. You said salad yeah. grapes. Oh, yeah. I'm saying I love putting, like, fresh fruit. If you just want a different alternative, you're like, I'm tired of it. Mango, grapes, strawberries. strawberries those are all really good on salads, even mixed with vegetables. Apples, beets, yeah. other things like that are really good on Add salads. Add in some fruit. Yeah. So hopefully that was helpful for you guys. If you guys have any questions or you need more ideas, you can check out our blog, adoubledose.com. And if you search meal ideas, I know we have a bunch on there. And then we're going to finish up with our favorites for the week and we thought we would do nails since we're known for our nails <laughs> and I obviously you guys know that we do dip on our nails usually but on my toes I won't do dip I'll do 
usually just a regular polish. So one of my go-tos is it's an Essie Gel Couture color and it's basically it's like it, it is it's not gel because it's not like you don't use the light and everything but it lasts just as long as gel so they just use use it it's a special color and they have like the top coat and base coat that they use and the color that I like is pre-show jitters and it's just like a really good neutral white pinkish color so there's another one by Essie that I like too, but I'm going to switch up the brand so you guys get two different options. This one's by the Orly Breathable line, and what I like about it is that it's 13 free. So if you don't know what that means, I would just go ahead and Google because I'm not going to read. It's basically free of 13, it's free of like a lot of the major chemicals that are nail polishes. So I really like that, and I also love the color. People always ask me when I have that on. It's the Pamper Me color, and it's kind of like a mod about you if you know what that one is by um, or uh, OPI. It's like a baby pink color but like not super bright it's like a muted um like rose uh blush color and that one they make a ton of other colors but it's their line it has they say it's so it's more of a matte color because it has the top coat and the base coat like included you don't have to put all those on separately but it is more of a matte color so if you don't like that you could always put like a top coat on top but um that's what i actually have on right now and i really like it so that one's one of my go-to's Yep, so that is all we have for this week. Uh, we will be back hopefully soon with another episode with you guys. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to message us on Instagram or send us an email. You can find us at alexis.bellbell and at samantha.bell, at samantha, sorry, at Samantha Bellbell. She doesn't have a dot in hers mm -hmm. on Instagram. Or you can choose an email at doubledoseblog at gmail.com. If you guys can please review our podcast rate and review us on apple podcast or even just send us a little email what you guys think or if you have any topics in mind we love to hear from you it helps us grow and it helps us kind of figure out what we need to do better so we'd greatly appreciate all of that and we hope you guys have a great week